Okay. So yesterday, we were explaining in Tanya that God gives life to all of creation through his words, through his thoughts, through his self. And by doing so, he's grasping all of creation. As we grasp something in our mind's eye, he's grasped in his mind's eye, but by him, the grasp is a real grip. And yet, when we would grasp something, we will be affected by the grasp. The fact that we're holding something would change us as well. But God, though he's holding, though he's creating, though all of these beings are evolving from him, but he is within them and yet completely beyond them and completely not impacted and affected by them at all. So the Rebbe explains today that within God's creation, there are two basic forces. The force that we call which means a force which is the higher level that encompasses all worlds, encompasses all creation, and the force called which fills all the worlds, meaning not that one literally is around and one is literally within. These are both forces of godly energy that vivify creation. We call one encompassing to connote its distance from that which is being created. It is so much higher than it. It is so much beyond it that it doesn't give it the details of its existence. It only gives it the broad strokes of existence. So that level of sayyiv, of encompassing, we understand would not be affected as much or affected at all by creation because by definition we're saying it's remote from creation. But there's also a level called mimale. Mimale, which means filling, being within. So this level of godly energy is so constricted that it can fashion the details. This is an angel. This is a piece of paper. What is the life force that's being created for? So this energy of God is so, so constricted because what it's creating is finite. What it's creating is limited in quantity, limited in quality, limited in significance, limited in importance. So here we have life force that has to be within a finite created being, has to unite with it completely. So it therefore has to be contracted and limited according to the intrinsically finite nature of this creative being. And then the Rebbe gives an example of something that seems quite vast, the sun. And it's interesting that the Rebbe quotes the measurements of the sun. It's finite, it's limited, it's approximately 167 times the size of the globe of the earth. The person could, the Rebbe comments on this, because someone could say that uh, present-day astronomy says that the sun is four or five million times more than the earth. And the Rebbe explains that the view of the astronomy, you're talking about the volume of the sun. What the Rebbe is quoting, which is from Maimonides, which is from the Rambam, is talking about the diameter of the sun. 
So it's really interesting, I thought, that the Ramba, Maimonides, over 800 years ago, was telling us the diameter of the sun. But the point of the Rebbe, that's sort of a side point to what we're trying to say here, the point of the Rebbe is the sun, very, very great creation, has a limited diameter, though it's very huge. Has a limited size, it's very huge. Has a limited energy, though it's very huge. In other words, the energy of the sun is, is light. It's an enormous power, but it's limited. It can't illuminate indefinitely. It's a created being. It's inherently limited. So even though the Rebbe here is specifically picking something so huge, so vast, so powerful, but still, it's limited. It's a created being. And the Rebbe says every created being is limited. However huge and powerful this created being is, it's limited, which means that the life force of God within them has to be very, very constricted to be able to be within items of limitation, finite items, and give them existence from what's truly a limitless life. So we have a limitless life force investing itself within a finite being, becoming one with it, and yet the life force stays limited and the creation stays finite. Any questions?